This is kill the lights, but it doesn't sound like it. Uh, that's, that's good content. We are we're back, gentlemen. And I'll just start with this. I think it's funny how this podcast works. The the viewership was slowly declining, and as soon as the podcast vanishes, there's this whole narrative around, oh, where's the pod? Where's the pod? How about people listen? That's my take. Evan, how are you doing tonight? I'm I'm doing well. Yeah, there's I mean there was one there was a vocal minority in the uh, in the group me in the league who has been attempting to hold us accountable for not having the podcast. It's fine. I think there's a lot of entitlement around the league. Um, you know, we have busy schedules. We have lives. We're not here just to uh, to serve our right. our league mates. But I am happy. I am happy to be a part of the podcast, and I do feel. A little guilty for not having a consistent podcast like we set out uh, set out this year to have, but you know life happens, and uh, you can't always please everybody. But I hope that with this episode, we get back to a sense of normalcy, something that 2020 desperately needs. Well and said. Uh, we're we not just content creators; we are humans as well, and we are pleased to be joined by a special guest, someone that's long overdue to be on the podcast this year. Uh, a well-loved member in the league, great BMI, a natural-born leader, 6'4", former varsity athlete at Rutgers University, <laughs> current member of a Fortune 500 company, Jackson Panagos. Wow. Thank you, Ryan. Um, humbled as always to be back on. Um, what a year <laughs> it has been. Can't believe it's already playoff time. Uh, through the ups and the downs of the season. Very disappointed to be in the bottom of the standings, five and seven out of the playoffs. Tough, tough, tough. But I love going out with a bang. And you know what? I'll save it for later. What I'm going to talk about later. All good. To kick things off, Jack, do you mind giving us just the your personal state of the union of the league this year, both from your personal perspective on your team and then as on the league as a whole? Well, my year, I was looking at my uh, schedule today, actually, and I'll be honest, my team is not very good. Like, I try to talk shit. I try to <laughs> pretend like I was elite. I did not have many good weeks. I was always hovering around 100. I would say that, I mean, I kind of started off 2-1, and one, and then I went on a three-game losing streak, and then I kind of found life again beating Walsh in, like, Probably like week eight, eight, I think, week eight or nine. And that was a huge win for me. Put up 144, and then it kind of came back to reality with a couple, like, 100-point weeks, a couple less than that. Um, so, I mean, I'm disappointed. Um, I like my team a lot. Um, just kind of couldn't really get everybody flowing in the same week to kind of get uh, kind of some more bigger weeks. Um, I would say this year, I would say it's been pretty awesome with the group me activity. Um I would say I'm shocked how close the standings are. I don't, like, really remember past few years but too well, but I feel like none has been this close before. Like, the amount of six, seven wins teams that we had is – it's a joke, honestly. And the fact that um, 10 out of 14 people still have a chance to make the playoffs, I think that's pretty cool. But, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. But, I mean, that's what I kind of think. It's been really close. Um 
And yeah, I'm really excited for this last week. I think a lot can unfold. Um, see what kind of leadership that we have with these certain uh, league members. And uh, I'm really excited to just uh, talk about these matchups. That's a great overview. And just to get into things, Evan, with you being the lone member of this podcast tonight in contention, or as the league likes to say, in the hunt, I think we can get into the, the playoff scenarios. So if you want to kick things off on, I guess, where you stand in, I guess, get into the other teams as well. Yeah, so as I had mentioned in the group me uh, earlier this week, basically Billy, I think he is locked into the playoffs no matter what due to the way the schedule is shaking out. I think because even if even if Jake wins, he would basically have to outscore Billy this week by 80, 94 points, 84 points. So that's unlikely. So Billy is basically locked into the playoffs, at least as the sixth seed. Um, Walsh obviously has the bye locked in. He's he, he locked up first place. So if we had a regular season champion, he would be it. And then we get to the interesting part where we do have six teams. So half the league basically with their destinies hanging in the balance, which I don't know if that's a record or not for the league, but I think that's it's definitely good having this many people have having their uh, their seasons decided at the last day. I think that's great for content and it's going to be an incredible NFL Sunday. But basically looking at the looking at the games this week, um, I think everybody basically has a path to the. Yeah, so other other than other than Jake. I think anybody can actually get into the second second buy. So EY, Morin, uh, got her up, Lou, and myself. We all have a path to that to that buy. I need a lot of. I basically need every single game to go my way. Um, so I have you know probably a very very low chance. But um, but all the all the other seven win teams they have they have a shot at. Being in second place, and with the way this week this year has gone, having that first round buy is, you know, that's gold. Um, so I think, uh, yeah, if, I think for for me personally, I need I need to win. I need Morin to win. Uh, Mike and B Smith's game is not a concern. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, yeah, that game, that's that one's just that game is just for fun. Um, but actually. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. I have. I need. I, I need actually, Walsh. I actually have a statement to say is that you're wrong, and I mean we just talked about it before the pod actually is that a billion more and both play at seven and five. So if one of them wins, like one of them's got to win, and you can't get to eight wins at six wins with one game left. So you actually can't get to the bye. Uh. Oh yeah, that's actually you're right. Wow. Can you say it one more time for me? <laughs> You're right. You admit I'm right too often. I actually, I, you know, I'm not, you know why? Because when I was looking at this, when I was looking at this on Wednesday, I guess the uh, the wins, the win losses hadn't updated. So I was looking at them with six wins and assuming I also had six wins, but it hadn't updated to their seventh win. Okay, so I'm out. I can't get to the bye. That sucks. Um, unless they tie. Wait, no. wait. No, no, actually, no. We have to get ahead. No, I can't. I can't. 
Yeah, I mean, that's such honestly, that's such bullshit. I'm leading the league in points by a sizable margin, and I can't even get a first round buy. It's kind of it says a lot um, about how points probably mm. just don't matter in this league. Um, but uh, but yeah, all right. So I'm out of the buy. I think I have I have a reason. All I have to, if I win, I'm in the playoffs at least. I, I really um, think what's going to happen is that pretty much if you win, you're in. And then it would come down to Lou and Jake for the last spot, just going off of points four. And it looks like right yeah, now – Yeah, but if, if Lou if Lou wins, oh, he's yeah, in. Yeah, right. If Lou wins, and if – so any any of the seven-win teams, if they win, they're in. I don't right, think there's actually, any scenario – I don't have a chance for Jake to make it. Jake would have – Jake would have to outscore. No, Jake could get uh, into the playoffs you, because and then he beats you, and then Lou would have to yeah. have a bad enough week. I mean, technically, if Lou still lost, and Jake is ahead of him by thirteen points. So I mean, if Jake still plays a bad game and wins, and Lou has like a like I mean, one hundred and ten week and loses, and Jake has a hundred week win, I mean, he's still out of the playoffs. So I mean, yeah, I mean, Lou just has to basically have a good week. Yeah. And he's well, as you know, if I win, Lou would be pretty pretty out, and he loses, um, yeah, because he, he has chance, yeah. he doesn't have he doesn't have too many he doesn't have too many he points have to chase it to Chris then, um, and he's fifty so points by yeah. Player. So, I mean, if all right, so if we go matchup by matchup, uh, me and Jake's matchup has a ton of relevance for the playoffs, obviously, um. Morin and Billy. If Billy wins, he is he's in second place, so he gets the first round by because he's he's pretty far ahead of everybody. I mean, I guess if if EY and Billy win, and EY outscores Billy by sixteen points, then he he gets the second place. I mean, honestly, last year I think I made an Excel spreadsheet to go over all the scenarios. I wonder if I could whip that up. And wow. send it out tomorrow for every yeah. for everybody to look at. All I, all I mean, all the formulas and everything are still in there. All I would have to do is put in the. Do, um, do I have time? I mean, um, yeah. I mean, it's the weekend. Um, I do. I, yeah, I, I I would. I probably have time because all, all I'd have to do is just go in and, and adjust all the numbers. Yeah, I'll probably do that. I can. I think I don't remember if I emailed it or if I had it in a uh, in a Google document. We could always post it either way. The, uh, I'll, I'll... To the IG, unless it's like a workable file. Like what do you the mean, Kelly's Instagram? Well, yeah, it was. I think the point of it was you could put Got in it. like your okay. scores, and it would tell you exactly where you'll end up based on how everybody else would so, do. I think it's just a fun exercise. So basically for real quick, I think the sum up of how it could work out is that Walsh is auto number one. And then we have the possibility yes. of Billy, EY, or you becoming the two seed. I think Morin and Chris are auto locks just on the points four. I mean, it could be all the way from six to three. Well, so is, so is EY. EY has 14. Yeah, no, 14 I put 35. EY in the category of a possible two seed. So I think he's gonna be one of the upper seeds from four to two on his points four. And then Yeah, I mean the week that he just had against Ryan really rocketed him up rocketed rocketed him up the uh, standings. Mm-hmm. And then that kind of leads off with like 
you, Lou, or Jake, and probably you three would be one of you three would be the odd man out. Yeah, I, no. Well, if I win, I'm in. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, but I'm saying that you uh, could lose, and then you, yeah, you're out. No, if I, well, yeah, if I win, then at worst I would take over whoever loses, uh, Morin and, um, whoever loses Morin and uh, Billy's game, right? Yeah, I would. Yeah, you would become the two. Basically, if you win. I really think if you just win, you're gonna become the two seed, which is pretty nuts. If you win, you're a two seed. Wait, how? Lose, that's not. You're going. No, that's I, not I, true, I, Jack. You already. I lied. I lied. <laughs> Jack, you already <laughs> proved me wrong there's, there's with that. Too much, there's too much stuff going on. Is that you just have a lot of points for, and it's it's crazy. All right, let's go. Let's go down the standings right now and figure out the highest and lowest of all the playoff relevant teams. So Walsh, he's locked in number one. Doesn't matter. But I want Billy. Can Billy can Billy get out of the playoffs? No. No. He cannot lose points for it. Too far ahead. He would have to have five points. Well, no. What if what if I what if he loses, I win, and EY, uh, Chris, and Lou all win? Dude, can we just stop talking about this and go over the matchups next week? Jack, this is like the entire point of the podcast. We're in the playoff picture. Dude, it hurts. Legitimately, I just said a statement that contradicted my statement earlier. All right, Jack. Right. We're going to create some content right here. I, I just want you to look at the top top eight teams in the standings. Who's the most fraudulent of this group? Who deserves the fraud chain? That's such a good question. It is 100%. And I, actually, I already know I who actually have no doubt. It's, it's more... What? Yeah, dude. I'm telling you, dude. His the way he's gone about his like the way he kind of like comments little chirping remarks and stuff like that. And it's like a quiet seven and five, but only comments like after a big win. Doesn't talk about his losses. That's actually so true. Morin only talks shit after he yeah, wins. So like I after think, I think it's is- a fraudulent seven and five. Like, I mean, I'm a I'm a I'm a big personality league. I'm five and seven. And I can't Morin, Morin is like and the like, EY of years past because EY is more active this year, and he would always chirp in previous years, like little comments after he wins. But now Morin has assumed that role, so that's that's a great observation. I don't know. Does EY actually? Really, I feel like EY doesn't say anything until after the game is decided. I feel like I feel like he's been a little bit Still. more active this year, which is great. But you might be right. And if you look at Morin, uh, and if you also look at Morin's team in terms of fraudulent, like I mean, his running backs were made up at the beginning of the year: James Robinson and DeAndre Swift. I had no idea who these cats were until like Yeah, but James Robinson has ended up being like one of the best running backs of the entire week. Yeah, and you said fraudulent and like the way he's been about that's what I think of fraudulent. Maybe more a personality than it would be team. So I maybe I answered the question. No, you did. Maybe I didn't. You, did. you know what? Morin's Morin's under my skin right now because now I'm annoyed. <laughs> so yeah, one 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 game this year, Morin had Wawa text me saying yeah, congrats that, on Morin the win. Is just a troll god. And, and I don't know. And also, I don't know also, fun fact is that Morin's points against is the lowest in the league. So you know what? I 100 percent agree with my statement. Yeah, and then oh, that was the week. That was the week that Allen Robinson died on the last catch he made, and that one more in the uh, one more in the week. Um. So what do you guys? Yeah, think? I mean, Morin's, I, yeah, but at least Morin of the of the seven win teams, he's got the third highest points for. So I feel like. 
Like, let me go to Moran's schedule and see if he's actually that fraudulent. Because I, like, I feel like people are frauds when they're winning like ninety-five to eighty games. So, who do you think is a fraud then, Lou? Then, is that what you're yeah, thinking? Well, I mean, yeah, yeah I think four is pretty low. But I have to look at his schedule because I don't know what has happened. So, schedule. Oh no, the schedule of the players though. Yeah, I mean, Moran, Moran never won with less than a hundred points. So. I feel like that's pretty reasonable. His lowest scoring win was 106. That's that's decent. You know what's kind of sad is that lose a fraud in the fraud conversation, but I lost him twice. Wow. If I if I had to pick any <laughs> team no, I'm, I'm to be a fraud, fan. I would have to pick lose. Just go with B Smith. Oh no. <laughs> I mean, Lou. Yeah, Lou won a 94 to 93 game. But most of his wins have also been pretty high scoring. He had a one one oh four win. So I mean, he's just had some really bad losses. Yeah. Like he scored seventy one points one week. Yeah, it's tough. Um Wow, Goddard Goddard's had an interesting season. He has. The trade the trade dynamic. Yeah, he, he went on a, he, he Yeah, he went on a four game win streak, then four game loss streak, where he honestly had like not great weeks, ninety seven, eighty four, one oh three, eighty eight. And then he just rattled off two wins. I mean, I will say that that's kind of like that's kind of that's uh, that's Goddard up though. He's like always so confident, and he kept saying, "My team's going to uh, my team's going to lock in at a certain point," and they have. So yeah, he's not very humble. I was thinking about that the other day because I saw his Insta bio. He was like, "Yo, twenty twenty Big Ten Player of the Year." I'm like, "Wow, it's really not a humble Insta bio." <laughs> so that that kind of speaks volume on his fantasy game as well because. I mean, the dude makes trades. I mean, some of the trades he made, some of the trades he made were so bad. You guys make fun of me for like having grudges with players. Like he has a bad week and he trades half his team. No, that that trade that he made was Ryan. Like if if you look at his roster now, though, he is Eckler, Dalvin Cook, Gaskin, all players that I traded him, and Josh Allen. These are all players that are on a potentially playoff starting team. So that's all he talked about. Ryan wonders why. That's all he talked about. So. If that was his goal, then it's it's paid off. I guess. I don't. Did, what did he trade you? Antonio Gibson, Thielen, Mike Thomas, uh, who I flipped for DK, um, Herbert. I don't know. It's, I've kind of like washed my mind from my season at this point. But Jack, to your point about the Instagram bio, let's say in a in a hypothetical world. If Chris goes on to win, does he add KKC champion into his bio? I mean, it's going to speak volume to how much he thinks of the league and where it is important. I mean, that's not even a word. Well, think yeah. think about think about it this way. Right, whatever, There's been a fraction <laughs> of the amount of KKC league champions than there have been um, Big Ten right. Player of the Years. You could say it's a more so it's a more yes. yeah. title. And that'll and that'll be for the rest of eternity. Correct. Like there's been more presidents of the United States than there have been league champions. These are only the facts. Thank you, Evan. So, I mean, it's if you don't put it in your bio, like I'm just too humble, so I would never, even though I've won it yeah, twice, I would never. Evan, but for but Chris, Chris maybe. like it would actually, it, yeah, it would say a lot if he didn't. All right, so I don't think Chris is a fraud. Morin Morin's kind of a fraud because he's like talks a big game after he's won. Lou's just a fraud because uh, his points for is pretty grotesque. 
Um, but honestly, I think the biggest fraud this year, even though he's like in a completely like unharming position in tenth, is B Smith. Mm. 1,215 uh, 1, points for. Like, I don't care that he's in tenth place. That's so bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, his team that's, is. That's so bad. I mean, his team really is a, kind of a bunch of like waiver wire pickups. Well, who did he lose early? In, didn't he have Saquon? Kittle was tough. Um, Kittle and Saquon, yeah. Yeah, I mean, those, those are pretty big. Uh, I mean, Philip Rivers. Can't even throw the ball, and he's starting quarterback for him. Um, Jonathan Taylor doesn't get the love for the Colts, really. It's like Hines, short passes. Jamal Williams, I don't even know who's starting running back in the Packers. Couldn't even tell you. Lockett, kind of a dog. Um, can have some big weeks off. Did he have like a 70-point week one week? I mean, not 70, but it was like 50, honestly. T. Higgins, good pickup, but obviously no Joe Burrow anymore. Robert Toynian, I mean, I don't know. He's okay, right? He's good. Chase Claypool, obviously, we have a wire pickup after a few weeks. So, like, yeah, I mean, I can see why his team's not very good. It's kind of like we have a wire pickups. And then, I mean, he's starting two players in the Colts offense. So, I mean, it's, it's probably not going to go too well. In all due respect. So, yeah, it's what's, not mean. what's crazy is that I think. What's the highest? Uh, what's the highest amount of points scored this year? Is it me? One sixty-nine. Wow! Congrats. Uh, no, I was gonna say because if it was Billy, then he's had the lowest and the highest points this year. That might be a first. Mm. Mm. Fun fact of the day. Mm. I mean, fifty-one points is like embarrassing. Yeah, that's bad. But I mean, it does go. Like, I would much rather lose have a 51-point week than have, like, a 115-point week. <laughs> well, yeah, so you want to tell Ryan that. Yeah, or a 158 <laughs> and lose by one. <laughs> Honestly, we don't have to get in. We don't have to get yeah, into Ryan, that situation. No, Ryan, we have to talk about this for content. So you know, what actually, you know what actually I really just noticed right now is that Ryan, away from home, so when he's not the home uh, <laughs> matchup, He's 0 7. <laughs> so Ryan cannot handle playing away from his home. I'm like team. I'm like Ryan Rutgers basketball. Respectable. He's like he Ryan or Jimmy loves Rutgers basketball so much is that he took it and just moved it to his fantasy team. And that's how he does uh, away from home. I mean Noted. so Ryan, looking at I'm looking at your schedule now. This is so pain. Um I mean, so you, you went 110, 112, 132 to begin the season. Like, most people would be pretty happy with that, three straight losses. And then, in the middle of the season, you went 126, 121, 117, 137, 158. Like, that's a playoff-caliber run. You went 1-4 and four over that span. It's pretty unbelievable. And I, just looking at, the, looking at the, the standings, obviously we don't have to even discuss the points against because that's probably historic – Probably a historic number, but I'm seventh highest in points four. Like that's insane. Well, I mean, so you're you had your. T- I mean, I don't have to look too hard. You had two wins. Your, one of your wins, no offense. One of your wins was ninety six points, and that was your third lowest scoring week. That's crazy. How that crazy. Works. That's crazy. You, yeah, you beat Mike ninety six eighty six. And that was your third worst week, and that was one of two wins. That's, and then you had a you had a big win against Jake, 
I mean, yeah, Billy had a Billy. Billy had a one. Also, Billy had a one sixty eight week, Evan. So you did take top dog, a one sixty nine. I did take top dog. I don't. I don't know if anybody had higher than that though. Like one seventy ish. Yeah. All right, we had to do research in the back end offline. Um, I mean, there were. A lot, I feel like there were a lot of high scoring weeks this year. There was one week where it was historically low. I think the week that Ryan, the week that I beat you. Um. Yeah, one twenty six. You had the second highest total that week at one seventeen, and I held that L firmly. Yeah, and you lost. So I mean, you were just cursed. It's almost like, honestly, if you think about it, you like there was nothing you could have done. Like you had a, a pretty, you had a league average points for. Just nothing went your way, basically. Yeah, it's okay, and I'll, I'll leave it with this. I'll I'll cry into my 2019 championship cup. Yeah, that's true. A lot of people a lot of people don't even know what that feels like, including that's Billy. True. So Ryan, hold on. <laughs> yes, Ryan's gotten unlucky, but wait, who's speaking of the mic? Is this yeah, Billy? if Is Billy Ryan, Ryan's saying he got unlucky, which he did in certain, but you can't hang your hat on being the seventh most points scored. You're still out of the playoff race, technically. So I don't really want to hear that. You're not up towards the top. Yeah, you got unlucky, and that sucks, but you got to do better. Billy, I'll give you the perspective from the bottom of the league. I'm not worried about the playoffs at that point. I'm just not trying to sit in Kelly <laughs> for, for double-digit hours. Yeah, I mean, Billy, doesn't, Billy, Billy doesn't get the bottom no, of the group He doesn't. Chat, bottom of the League group we're, we're salt of the earth, Billy's just <laughs> L.A., Miami, <laughs> New York. Billy sits on his iron throne in second. He, like, can't even hear you. It's unbelievable. But I got such a tough life. I got to go for it. I got to go to Florida for a wedding. <laughs> I got such a tough life. <laughs> I mean, I will say that uh, Billy – I think of anybody in the league, Billy probably talks the most shit when the game is – like, in when his matchup is still in the balance. Like whether he he could win or lose equally, and he'll still like he'll still start. I, I don't, I don't like admitting, giving Billy any compliments, but it is kind of funny when he's like, "Who has this in the league?" And he just throws like a couple of emojis, and I'm like, "Oh, he's the worst thing." Every time he threw that in too, and I'm like. Oh, I have no idea who has them. And then, like, I saw them. Like, <laughs> the third time. <laughs> yeah, so, Ryan, you had you had 100 more points against than anybody else <laughs> this year to wrap up your misery. Um, decent home record, two and yeah, three. Like- so, at least, at least in front of your own fans, you, you did you did something. They had a few joyful moments yeah, this year. Yeah, something to celebrate. So I guess all right. So we have we have the playoff picture pretty much locked in, right? So should we go over the matchups now, and then I have some questions for you guys. Actually, all right, Jack. Actually. I say go ahead. All right, so we'll go over the matchups first. Uh, yeah, let's talk to the matchups first. Cool. So I guess we'll do the one that doesn't matter is <laughs> Mike's and uh, Brendan's first. The dumpster fire game. Uh, let me check it out. Um, they actually did talk about. I mean, not many people would know because they're on the bottom of the group chat, but they did talk about a side wager. So I will bring that up in their group chat after this is over. Um, Has, whoa, whoa, whoa. before we do any more side wagers, 
What is the status of yours and Morn's? I don't know. It's gonna happen eventually. I mean, I'm doing I'm doing a detox December, so I don't plan on consuming any sort of substances along those nature. Jack, I'll offer this to you. Forgo your punishment and spend a few hours with me. Kelly's <laughs> going. No, it doesn't doesn't work out though because I have Billy's Billy. Unless Billy would somehow approve. Yeah, he just shook his head. So that's a no go. I yeah, <laughs> I, I owe Billy a bet. That's it. I have to go to Liberty Towers, sit in that apartment, and just. I would Who has out. owned up to their bets this year? I feel like this has been a bad year for bets. Billy has. Evan has. It's, and that's it. It's sneaky. Actually, funny thing is that Chris still has to wash my car after I beat him in one of the first few weeks. Imagine Chris wins this tournament, comes back, and he's just scrubbing your car. It keeps him humble. Keeps him humble. <laughs> should I just should I just beat his parking lot like when he comes back with the yeah with a with a sponge and like a bucket of water? Pick him up from the airport and just have the equipment ready. Yeah, I'll be I'll be like that dude from Dodgeball, like with my finger <laughs> and my belly button, like spitting on the ground. He's like. Deep boy. Yeah, I think we, I think we should, we should come up with the full list of everybody who didn't, who flaked on a side bet this year. And uh, see, I think if you still do it though before next year, I think it's still fine. I mean, but, I mean, Walsh didn't do his punishment until like two days before. Yeah, the only thing is, it's not as fun if like you do like I guess whenever he washes your car, that's fine. Um, because also wa- washing so, your car in the winter would probably be brutal anyway. But like. Obviously, there needs to be a deadline to it. And I apologize for, like, 100%. Like, I try to act all cool and tough. But, I mean, I didn't know it's my punishment. Neither did Morin. So, like, we're both frauds, 100%. And I mean, well, we were just, Morin's already in the running for biggest fraud of the year. Um, yeah. So, and the fact that he flaked on a bet actually makes me think he might be a bigger fraud than Lou. Um, no offense, Lou. Uh, so, I don't know. I think, yeah. All right. So, this is what Morin biggest fraud. Um, that's locked in. Uh, all right, let's get through these matches before we do end of the year awards. Okay. Like all these matches first. All right. So looking at this right here, Mike has Deshaun Watson, Giovanni Bernard, AJ Brown. I, mean, I, I just think Mike wins because his team's just better. I like his wide receivers better. I think he's more mm-hmm. consistent. And I mean, Giovanni Bernard, I feel like could have a good day. Two, just because what's my fault out? Deshaun Watson's a dog. Um, Rams defense, that's probably not the best start. Yeah, I mean, the, the only – so, if we're looking at what went, went wrong with Mike's team, I don't remember. Did he have any big injuries this year? He, he, wasn't he like just picking up guys up the way? Well, I know Mike's players? whole thing this entire year has been getting everybody back. Every single backup. Yeah, and then just – Yeah, every single backup. And then playing – and then – he, he he basically had at least one backup running back playing every single week. But I mean, he had AJ Brown, who I guess should have been like his, it, he is good. And Justin Jefferson has been an extremely good wide receiver this year. But I feel like he doesn't really have that like one guy that you can count on for twenty points every week. No, I mean really, I mean Deshaun Watson is obviously a good quarterback, but a quarterback. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I was talking about Deshaun Watson. He he yeah. hasn't really had no. that guy. So I don't know if my, Mike's team was like. He, I feel like he's not – I mean, he, he didn't really have a good year this year, but I, I think he was he was missing some star star power uh, or, uh, like, marquee player. I mean, he took Mark Andrews very early, and I don't really know how that worked out for him, to be honest. Well, I don't think it, I don't think it worked out the best. I think the Ravens had a pretty kind of 
average or average yeah, I mean, offense. And I don't think he's getting like a quick. He's had good games, no doubt, but I don't think it's like a consistent like top three. No, he, games. I would say Mark Andrews was probably like he lost Mike more games than he won because he had he had one, two, three, four, five weeks of single digit points, and it was like not high single digits, like six points, four points, three points. And then he had a few 20-point weeks, a 13-point week, and a 17-point week. I mean, if you're taking a tight end in the third, fourth round, uh, you, you assume he's going to do better than that. Um, so I think Mike's – if we're looking at what went wrong for Mike, I would say that. But I still think he wins this week. Jack, I agree with you. Yeah, I think Mike will win. And I don't like Beesmith's team. I guess Beesmith got unlucky with the Saquon injury because he is that kind of guy that you could count on for 20, 25 points a week. And Kittle and as well. Kittle. Yeah, Kittle was a big loss. So, um, so I guess Beesmith Beesmith has a little bit of an excuse there, um, losing those players. But uh, so I guess we'll do. My matchup against Lou is pretty irrelevant, just, except Lou. For it's important for no, Lou. No, that's very relevant. Important for Lou. for Lou. I could I could play spoiler. Yeah, I mean, every every other thing is important because like I mean, even though me and you play like a seven and five. Yeah, team, we can play spoiler. Out, I probably I probably can't I probably can't knock Chris out with this points four, but I mean Lou. I mean you could beat him. Like that's actually I mean, very important. Well, I mean, Ryan, your matchup versus Lou, I like. I would be very concerned if I was playing you this week, just because. Yeah, because I mean, you looking at your team, you have Justin Herbert. I mean, you're gonna throw a shit ton. Cam Akers. I mean, Rams backfield's kind of a mess. Um, but obviously, he's probably good as of late. Gibson dog. Um, I mean, Thielen is a beast. I don't know how he's doing fantasy. I actually disagree with Gibson ball. being a dog. What do you mean? Look at his last few. I've- I feel like I feel like he's got to be top ten running back, he's, right? One hundred percent. He's he's on fifth. Top of my head. I don't have to look. No, I mean he's he's a, a good fantasy running back. But I don't think he's like that good. Yeah, a dog. Back. So we're talking. He's fantasy. averaging like I think I saw a stat now. today. He's got like he's averaging one hundred twenty yards rushing against Dallas, and then like fifty yards rushing against every other team per game. I know he's more. He's more. Of a, I think he's more of a receiving running back anyway. In my opinion, is he? Um, Hunter Henry, good tight end. Debo could work out with injuries. Steelers' defense is a huge start with Washington. He's averaging like two and a half receptions um, a game. He's he's great in the red zone. He's been scoring a lot of touchdowns, but his last his last several weeks have been very consistent. Twelve is like the 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 floor. Yeah, I mean, since week seven, he's been very good. He's also played absolute trash teams. And then we and then we look at Lou's roster. I feel like this is he kind of had some injuries the past few weeks, and I feel like his other than Gout. Uh, Galladay. Um, I feel like his like roster is like kind of come to form a little bit. I mean, Ingram's Ridley's playing healthy. really good. Hines, Hines always gets a bunch of uh receptions. Watkins is back healthy, and I think he had a good last week. Aaron Jones and Miles Sanders. I mean, both wide receiver. I mean, running back ones on their team. Aaron Rodgers obviously a dog. I mean, Seahawks defense. Uh, I mean, even though the Giants with the backup, I mean, you never know. So I mean, I think it's uh, going to be a very no, I mean, should be yeah, I mean, you can't, you can't, for Wu, he can't look at Ryan, your record, and think that he's got a, a clear shot at the playoffs here. I would, I would be very worried if I was him, especially you coming off the week that you just had. DK going against the Giants. I mean, come on. 
But I would say if Lou makes a playoff, like obviously we got to. Oh work yeah, out anything can happen in the playoffs. His roster is good right now, through. as it stands, because yeah. they're healthy. I, I think even B Smith had a week where he scored 150 points. So I think it was like he had 155 points one week. So anybody can go off at any given time. So once you get into the playoffs, all bets are off. But I'd say for Lou, he this is a huge, huge, huge week for for him to be playing a team just coming off of a 158 point week. Like, Ryan's team is good now um, after he made all those trades. Um, but, I mean, yeah, there's a lot There's a lot um, of uh, – there's a lot at stake for that game for Lou. Um, 100%. And then we'll look at uh, my game next. Um, I'll play Chris. He seems like he's locked into the playoffs with his points four, but obviously could still depend on where he's seated. Um Look at my roster, Russell Wilson. I mean, obviously good, but the past few weeks has been playing the best. I still might start Taysom Hill and just troll him. Maybe Taysom Hill will have three running touchdowns. Who knows? Ken Drake is playing good the past two weeks, but he obviously had injuries for a while. Looks like I'm going to play James White again if Todd Gurley's not back, and I also despise Todd Gurley after his three-point game a few weeks ago. Hopkins, I mean, he's a dog on the field, but fantasy, he's had good weeks, but as of late, not the best. Cooper Cup, um, very consistent. Uh, I would like to say that I think my trade with Walsh worked out to be very, 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 very average. Like, I don't think anybody really benefited off of that because I couldn't really play John Roo Smith too often because he was so touchdown dependent. And then Henderson kind of went into the dirt. And then Cooper Cup stock probably rise halfway through the season. And Amari Cooper's kind of probably evened out to Cooper Cup status. Is that fair to say or no? I think you're yeah, right. No, yeah. Yeah, I think that trade ended up working out. I think at the time it didn't make sense because Dak was going crazy and he was and Amari uh, Cooper was going like was having a really good week or a really good year. It ended uh, up working out. I went through one of those phases when Amari Cooper had a three point weekend. I think I lost by a few points. Well, yeah, you're very Jack is probably the most what have you done for me lately owner in the league. Yeah, and I don't know up to it. It's fine. Dalton Schultz, he gets like poopy targets, whatever. I think Landry's probably going to have a good game, another good game this week. I didn't start him last week, but thankfully I crunched the numbers. And if I did play him last week, I still wouldn't have won. So it made me feel a lot better. Um, Chiefs defense against the Broncos probably could be good. But, I mean, I would say Chris's team is better than mine, especially with his injuries. I mean, Tyreek Hill's a beast. That game was insane. Yeah. From Tyreek. Dalvin Cook's a freak. Josh Allen, solid. Um, Eckler, I'm sure he'll be back to form. Maybe not as he used to be, but I mean, he has a week or two to buffer before the playoffs. Josh Reynolds, is he even another injury for wide receivers? Why are you starting Josh Reynolds? I think Josh Reynolds has just been like relatively solid. No, he hasn't. Oh, is Antonio Brown's on a bye? Oh, he is. He is. He still wouldn't start Emmanuel Sanders. I, do not I think since Michael team. Thomas has been back, he hasn't really done much. And with and with Taysom in, yeah, I could. could. Yeah, Higby could be good. I mean, Gaskins, is he officially off the IR? He's, he's apparently tracking towards right playing, so that's probably why he has him in. Yeah, which is which is big time. I, I think he's good. I tried to get him from Ryan a million times this year. Um, Dolphins defense against Cincinnati could be promising. So, I mean, obviously, he's got um, some more – I mean, some of these guys can explode. I mean, that's why he has big. Yep. I mean, I think I think Chris is. So. I would take Chris in this game. Um, yeah, I mean, I 
Like, I would want to talk more shit and all this stuff, but I had nothing well, to back up, so I didn't want to win something. Jack, I would say, also, it's so funny, this year, I feel like there was been, there were multiple times this year where you were practically, like, giving away players, like, like sending trades or, like, offering, like, your players up for, like, dirt cheap, and then they'd have a good week, and then whatever position group that player was a part of, you'd be like, they have the best wide receivers in the entire league. <laughs> Well, you did that so often with uh, your wide receivers this year. You're like, well, I mean, I'm not trading my wide receivers. I have the best wide receivers in the league. And then the week before, you were practically like begging people to take away, uh, take away like Jarvis Landry or whoever. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm up and down. I mean, but I mean, the definition of a Matt Stafford career for me, always being short of the playoffs, like kind of a well-known player, like. I don't know. Like, I'm just not a good I – mean, I claim to be a football guy, so honestly, fantasy makes me think a lot at night. I don't get a lot of sleep because of my – I mean, hopefully one year, you know. I don't know. Matt Stafford, <laughs> Matt Stafford had a 5,000-yard season once, so he's in. He's etched into the history of the NFL. Well, how are we doing on time, all right? We're about, we're about 40 minutes in. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, we haven't had a podcast in like three weeks. I'm talking about yeah, so I'll do the next one, and I guess another kind of – this one's kind of irrelevant because both these teams will make it is EY and Walsh. Well, no, um, it is. It's it's still relevant because um, if – Well, it's for playoff seating, but I think it's more – the smaller story this week is um, – like if Well, if, yeah, but if EY loses, he can you know, be out of the playoffs. I think his points for is high enough that he's good to go. I think no, five teams if EY loses and Morin, yeah. myself, and Lou and Chris win, I think EY is out. Morin, no, he, go, he, goes, he gets eight wins. He'll be the second. Well, 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 Chris and Chris and Lou are. More than fifty points behind him. Yeah, but if they if they win and he loses, it doesn't matter. They'll have eight wins and he'll have seven. Billy and Billy has more points than EY. So I mean, if it's it's not it's not it's not a very high percentage. But basically, right now, I think I think there's even a chance that Billy can't make might not make the playoffs. It's like a point two percent chance. I thought I had to get out. I'm not even close. Oh. You, came, you came out so hot correcting me that I couldn't become – I couldn't get that second buy. And <laughs> I got so cocky. And then, like, I retract, and then I found out I retracted my statement. Well, Jack, Jack is a known numbers things, guy. So, I mean, I'm not – yeah, you're, you're going into sales. So I feel like – well, what's that? Yeah, all these air fresheners, two cents each? Okay. Like okay, yep. <laughs> Dude, just sign here on the dotted line. Uh, no, I, I don't know. I don't know about Billy. I'm not too confident. I'm not too confident that he can't make the playoffs. I think like everything would need to go wrong for him. But that would be such good content if he missed the playoffs. Yeah. Well, I think this is. You might need to do a follow-up article tomorrow if you're not getting a Christmas tree tomorrow. Um, I think you should do it. Hey, I guess you, I guess you should probably shoot it out to everybody, or whatever. Because I'm not gonna do that. All right, so I want to let it know that I am a Matt Walsh supporter. 
for the playoffs, I am out in the open rooting for him to win. Just want to make that clear. I'm I'm going to be honest. I He's grown on me throughout this year. I don't know what it is. I think it's a subtle remark that he has. I mean, that I didn't like him, but I feel like that he kind of wasn't like a great personality. Wow. No offense, I guess, but I, I, I don't know. I feel like that he wasn't as like involved, but maybe because he's winning now. And then like, I like, giving the tones, and I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know. And there's like little, like, he, I don't really talk to him, but then he like talks to me like a random gambling of a college basketball game, and it's funny as shit. So I'm, yeah, I mean, I would love to see Walsh win. I mean, it's good. But I mean, I guess going over his roster, Big Ben gets Redskins promising if he plays Nick Chubb. Great move on Booker. Booker. We have to give uh, a, a tip of the cap on that. With Jacobs out. Yeah. Keenan Allen is a freak. Um, I'm a huge Keenan Allen fan, to be honest. Um, Tyler Boyd is a dog, but maybe a little less of a dog because Burrow's out. Waller is awesome. I mean, Amari Cooper has a flex. I mean, that's a good situation. Um, Packers D, not the best, but the the blind men went, so should be good to go. Um, And you look at Eli's roster, Mr. Consistent, running back central. Is David Johnson on the IR? He actually had a couple injuries, Eli, which kind of kind of might hurt him a little bit. Now I'm looking at his roster. I mean, Will Fuller shooting up on the sideline, not good. Um, James Didn't Conner he get COVID? Out for like a couple yeah, weeks. Yeah, I think right? he had the Rona. Which is pretty bad. Well, oh, he had the Rona. I feel like there's so many people that you're like, oh, that person can't get Corona because they'll die. Um because they have pre-existing health conditions, but then they get it and it's mild. And then there's people that are totally healthy and they get it and they get kind of like screwed up. Yeah, I mean, so I guess his injuries might hurt him a little bit this week, I guess. He's got him in his lineup, so I assume. I don't know. What does the most recent status say? Yeah. He's on track to play Sunday against the Colts. I don't know. I'm kind of looking at his roster. I mean, I don't think he really has. Oh, McLaren's questionable. Yeah, I mean, you want you want his team is basically Derrick Henry and Devontae Adams, which you could do a lot worse than. So. Yeah. I mean, David. Montgomery yeah, he's he's been playing promising well. right now. Um, Goff, average quarterback, doesn't really matter. Renfro's a good pickup wide receiver. Ebron played good last week. I know that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, EY is a very consistent team. That's why, I mean, it should be better off of injuries, too. But, I mean, I'm looking at it right here. It seems like, I mean, it's 50-50. But I, I, I think Walsh kind of has an advantage talking through it a little bit. But, I mean, it could still go either way, obviously. Yeah, I mean, I think EY is basically guaranteed 50 points a week almost from Derrick Henry and Devontae Adams. And then you just add in the rest. So, yeah, so I mean, EY will either put up a hundred point week and lose, or he will put up like another. I don't know. EY's, he, he, EY has had a very good season this year. He, yeah. he built a good team. Um, yeah, yeah, he's like, been strong. And I feel like he's kind of, and I, and I feel like he's kind of ran out of form maybe late. I don't know if that's a wrong, but I feel like he was kind of really set to. But like, didn't he just? Didn't he just? Win, didn't he just put up like one hundred sixty points? One fifty nine to be exact. Yeah, but I'm saying that I feel like that he. But I'm saying is that I felt like that he was really winning games. Yeah, like the last three weeks, he's lost two out of three, and like pretty much probably could have. I mean, he could have lost last week, but before that, he had four straight wins in a row. 
So all I'm saying is I thought it was winning more early on in the season, which it was. So, but yeah, obviously it's a very consistent team. I'm not saying anything. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I think I think so we got, well, Walsh. We got two, the one thing I'll say about Walsh is because he's been a very very bridesmaid, but always a bridesmaid, never a bride. Been to two championships and lost both of them. Um, yeah, so I, I would say if Walsh wins this year, I'd say he's he's due. And I think uh, I think the league would be happy for him when the dust settles. And I will say he's been playing ruthless this year. Like in our matchup, he uh, he benched his defense going into the Monday night game um, because I was winning by or he was winning by 11 and the record negative points for a defense is 12. So he benched his defense to make sure that he, he locked in the win. So he's pulling out all the stops this this year. Smart. So I th- I think he's uh I think this I don't want to jinx it, so I'm not going to say anything. But I think Walsh is he's he's done a good job this year. And congratulations to him on coming in first. I think that's always a good feeling. Hundred percent. What uh what matchup should we do next, Billy and Morin? Yeah, Billy and Morin. What should I do? All right. I think uh, what's the what's Lamar's status? Is he good to go? Well, he had he had COVID, right? Billy. Yeah, he had the vid. He had the vid. Uh, he, he's in Billy's lineup, so I guess he's probably tracking to play. Uh, Zeke, I think we all know, bum. Mostert. <laughs> he's 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 honestly the yeah, worst running back on the roster. To be honest, Juju's good. Mike. Obviously, taking a hit would taste him under center, but he can always eat up a bunch of targets. So, there's always good potential there. Kelsey, nothing needs to be said. And Billy's probably favorite player on the roster this year, outside of Mike Thomas, is probably Robert Wood. <laughs> Saints D is, is competent, but I think Billy's team looks good. He just needs... It really just comes down to Lamar and Zeke, I would say, but I don't know what you guys think. Well, I mean, the, the problem with Zeke is basically, in my opinion, honestly, one of the worst players you could have on your roster because you're never going to bench Ezekiel Elliott. So you're just going to either put up with the five points a week he gets you, which is what he's basically been doing, or he's he'll have like a good week. Like I think he's only had one good week, basically, since Dak got hurt. Um, and that was last week or two weeks ago when he had 19 points. So, like, it's kind of just a black hole in your lineup, but you're never going to bench him, so you just deal with it. So it's, I don't know, it kind of it sucks that that's happened, and it's not even injury-related for him. It's his quarterback that got hurt. And also the, their offensive line got had a lot of injuries. Like, I think Zach Martin is done for the year. But, um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I kind of like Morin's team in this matchup a little bit. I mean, I know Billy has projected more points, but I still think Elliott has a higher projection than he's really due um, this year based on what he's been doing. Like, he's projected 11 points, and he's done that once in the past seven weeks. Yeah, I think that's I think that's fair analysis because if we look at quarterback position as it stands – just with how Lamar's played, assuming he's healthy, you probably still give the the nod to Tannehill. Carson, when healthy, probably better than Zeke this year, just situationally. James Robinson, as Evan spoke on earlier, 
one of the better running backs of the. He's of the averaging seventeen points a week. So that's, that's crazy. And then Julio, the the receivers are are tricky because Moore needs these guys to be healthy, but they're strong when they are. Tight end leans Billy, the flex leans Billy, so it, it's going to be close. But I I think I tend to agree. Uh, it's it's I don't know if I could call it either way, but I think if I had to pick one, I might go more in here. I'm telling you, I really think what I've noticed that you're in fantasy, which I don't know if I'm wrong at all because I mean I'm not very good, but I really I think Ryan and I have talked about it a few times too is that the running back depth and like I think just sneaking in with a top three yep. tight end, it's so important. Like, Moore and EY's team, great. What do they have? I mean, Moore's got one, two, three, four running – I mean, four running backs that are great. EY's got four. Um, and if you think of Billy's team, top dog, tight end. Think of Wall's teams, Waller, another great tight end. All I'm saying is that next year I'm going to be very key, like, focused on probably drafting the best running backs possible and probably – well, I think Kelsey is almost worth a first-round pick at this point because if you look at, like, all your matchups and you look at where the point differentiations were, if you're getting basically every week 10, 10 or more points on your opponent in one position, that's such a huge upgrade that like, getting that from Kelsey, like, basically, like yeah. you could find running backs that are going to get you 15, 15 to 20 points every week you could find a quarterback that's going to get you 20 points a week. I mean, it's tough to get, but even on the waiver wire, if you pick the right guys, you could probably find that. Like a tight end that week in, week in and week out is getting you 15 to 20 points. That's that's so much better or that's so much more valuable than a lot of these other positions. I mean, I wouldn't take Kelsey like a top five pick. I'd probably still take one of the one of the elite, elite running backs. But I think next year going if, – if you're in the end of the first round – I think, and you can grab uh, maybe like borderline borderline guy, like um, yeah, but I think Kelsey's better than even outside of injuries aside. Kelsey is basically like a running back because he's so consistent in the amount of touches that he's going to get. Like he's going to get seven to eight receptions a game, and he's going to be targeted in the red zone no matter what, as long as he's on the field. There's not really too many guys outside of running backs that are like that. Yep. He has the second most uh, receiving yards in the league. Yeah, it's a joke. Behind uh, Tyreek, so it's pretty fucking insane. You know what? It's well, that's because the, the, Chiefs the Chiefs don't even try to run the ball anymore. They just complete short passes to establish a run game. I mean, if you have Mahomes, I guess you could do whatever you want, but. I mean, I'm sure the Giants are going to be doing that next year with Daniel Jones. <laughs> exactly. All right, are we good on this this matchup? And we'll we'll close it off with uh, Mr. So we give the edge to more. That's what I said earlier. Bit, I don't know. I kind of just talked myself into with this Kelsey hype. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm going to give it to Bill. Yeah, me, me too. That's what I'm thinking. I don't know. It's a coin flip. Oh, um, right. what's the next one? I think this All is the right. last one. Oh, yeah, six and Sixers. Evan, yep, last one. I mean, uh, well, it's tough now because Jake has a no quarterback, McCaffrey, 
Adrian Peterson, Edelman, Fitzgerald, Jared Cook, Mike. So he's he's projected 17 points. So I have no idea who he's actually going to start or not. Um, so you don't – I don't think – does he have enough people? So he's starting Patrick Mahomes, quarterback. <laughs> okay, we got that. And then running back – No, I'm just, start, I'm just looking at Jake's roster. Like, that. like, I just stand right now. It's so it's, funny. It's 17 <laughs> points. Um, so he, so yes, he'll, start, he'll go Mahomes. He'll go Mahomes. He's gonna, I'm assuming he's start Kareem, Kareem Hunt. Hunt. Um, yeah, you'd have to think. Or is he going to start McKissick? He's going to have to start Adrian Peterson, though. I don't see that. I mean, I have no idea what Jake's going to do. If you look at his highest projected, he's probably project. I think he's probably projected around 110 points anyway. Um, I mean, it yeah. sucks. I, mean, I think his buy is kind of – That's so weird that he would have kind two, of buy tomorrow, he would have yeah. all those players on a buy at the, uh, at the last week of the season – of the regular season. Is week 13 normally a bye week? No, Billy and I talked about that earlier. I think it's just because of the scheduling this year. Were the did the Bucks always have a schedule? Well, didn't one year they the they get their buy removed because of a hurricane? That sounds familiar. yeah. Wasn't there a hurricane last year in uh, that hit Florida and it caused any game that was happening in Florida? They basically all had to have a buy in like week one, and then they had sixteen straight weeks of playing. I think that's um, right. and that's actually a pretty that's actually a pretty big loss too for Mike Evans so um, to lose Mike Evans because he's been at, he's been playing really really well the last five weeks. Right, Billy. I mean, he's pretty good, right, Billy? He's a good wide receiver. I don't see like I understand personal personal uh, personal opinions or personal grudges, but he's been playing well. So having losing him this week is tough. Um, he's been good in the red zone. I'll say that. I will never, I will, I will never ever. You mean ever, Mike ever Evans? Mike Williams, Mike. I think he's a punk. I traded Mike Williams this year for a defense. Yeah, I never so stupid. Ever. Um, I don't know. Anyway, I think depending on the team Jake puts out, the thing with Jake is he's the clown of crime, so he can easily go off. He he could have 17 points projected going into going into Sunday morning. Rearrange the team. Yeah, Sunday at 10 a.m. and then it's like yeah, and then and then I'm just like all right, like sick. And he's already got 80 like, points. So I, I, all bets are off for this matchup. I don't. If I'm be speaking honestly, I don't love the way my team looks this week because you know you thought <laughs> who was that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, did you put your did you put your like mic right next to your butt for that? <laughs> No, it's a few feet away. Oh my god! One. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I I feel like Dude, my team on paper still looks good, but it's kind of sketchy with uh with Kyler being hurt, Taysom Hill, Gallman, uh, and uh, Shepard with Jones not playing. I don't know. I don't. I don't feel too good about my matchup. Like I hope I win. Obviously, like this is a must win. But um, I just have a I have a funny feeling something weird is gonna happen and it's it's not gonna go in my favor. But that could also just be my, myself doing a, a an emotional hedge. So smart, it's a smart mentality. Don't do that because Ryan's done that every week, bro, and it obviously doesn't work out. For him. Okay. 
You know who's he's been, been very good, honestly. Tight end for you? He's he's top. the number three tight end on the year. I mean, nobody ever wants to really give me credit, but like yeah, these these points four matter. had to come from someplace. So, and I lead the league in them. So obviously, I I put together a good roster, but I just uh, I just I just lost a lot of a lot of shitty games. But I'm all I could all I wanted was at the end of the uh, at the end of the season to uh, have a chance at the playoffs, and I have that. So I have I hold my own destiny. Um, I think Jack, last year you beat me in the last game of the season to go into the playoffs, actually. And that was the first year that I missed them. So, mm. this could, wow. could be interesting. Um, yeah, so, I mean, it's obviously I'm not even going to pick somebody because it's just so dramatic. I don't want to be that guy. Um, so, I guess, do you guys want to go in who you think going to win? or who? I mean, it's tough to say who's going to win because we don't even playoffs. know who's going to be in the playoffs yet. I know. Yeah, we'll have to have a playoff podcast, but I think, Jack, you had some questions that you wanted to ask. All right, yeah, sure. Um, so, if you guys had to go on a desert island and survive with nothing at all, who would Probably you Mike. in the league to take and why? I just think he's like a, a survivor. Why? Like, if I had to, like, if I, like, I think he's just like – <laughs> like I'd be like I'd be like I feel like, you'd like <laughs> I feel like you'd like crash land on the island like, like lose Mike for like 15 minutes and then like he'd emerge from the woods and like be like hey follow me and he's like like you know like like a snake skin like suit and like his like his hair somehow is like grown and then he like leads you to a cabin that he somehow built or something like he's like totally at home on the island already and you've been there for 15 minutes He's a survivor. Yeah, I think you would take him because he would survive. But uh, I would go with uh, that's actually a good call. That's Firstly, a good call. that's a very good call. First, first that's because good. That's good. he's great company. Second is because he is a member of the pilot community and he knows probably the correct sticks to lay out to notify a pilot to come down and and save us and rescue us and bring us home. I feel like you could be on the. <laughs> I feel like you could be on the island with Walsh, Billy? and then like he'd somehow get off, and then like, and then like two weeks later, like text you like, "Yo, you still on the island?" <laughs> like, oh shit, oh shit, I got on a boat like two weeks ago. You're still there. <laughs> um, I think who would you least want to be with? I think I. Already did. Oh. My. All right, Jack. Who would you want to be with? Well, you know, I I I haven't even answered, so we're not even close to. Billy's that. not on the podcast. Yeah, Billy, he's just no, Billy. Who's it. next? Billy, who would you pick? Billy's in his room. He's in his room. Sorry, Facetime this girl. Um, I would pick. You know who I'd fucking pick? No, actually, no. I would never pick him. Um, I would pick. <laughs> I think Jake will be really No, that's, that's a, that's I don't a good thing. I, I think you turn into Lord of the Flies like immediately, though, with Jake. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's in, he's in great shape. Like, you'll figure Yeah, he's out. good under pressure. Um, I feel like under pressure, like, he's, he's good under pressure, honestly. And I and I feel like if I need somebody to make me laugh, that Jake is the only person that's Yeah, I mean, I think, I think the answer is... I know who I wouldn't never want to take in my life. Okay. I think we're all going to – all right, let's all say it on – Wait, I'll what was the question? Three, and we're all going to say it. Three, who would we least want to take? I think we all are going to take the same person. 
This is this is time. I, I know who I, I want to pick. I think me and Jack are on the same page. All right, I give it I think it's a hard. The answer could not be more obvious. Like, could not be. All right, Jack, All right. count us down. More. More. Three, <laughs> two, one. More. <laughs> like that dude's got negative grit. <laughs> <laughs> like he he could be a doctor and like maybe save you for a couple hours, but like I mean I don't know if he <laughs> I don't know. More would be like, like wade into the shower and like step on like a kingfish or whatever that really poisonous one is and just be immediately down. <laughs> like there's just no shot that he has any survivor skills at all, like <laughs> He'd be like, oh, dude, I can't find a clean tea shaker. <laughs> what are we gonna do? Yeah, do more, yeah, more. No thanks. No offense, more. All right. Um, another question I had: If you had to pick one person to trust, watering your plants when you went on a one-week vacation, who would you pick? And take your dogs out, actually. So you have to take your two dogs out and water your plants. Who would I trust? Mm -hmm. I feel like I honestly would like trust most people in the league to do that. If not everybody in the league. Wow. I mean, it's a cop out, but it's a good answer. Jack, I would probably pick you. I hope it's not pandering. I appreciate that. I mean, I didn't realize answering this question. I mean, if I had to pick somebody here, I would probably, yeah, I mean, I would say probably you two, honestly, which I don't know if that's just a cop-out answer, but I, I agree. Like you two, I would, I would trust you. would be good to go. Thank you, Jack. Um, let's see other questions I have. Uh, that's all I had, really. All right. So, it was just any, kind of any, any closing words? Should, should we, should we like do league superlatives for, for the uh, playoff podcast? That would be a good one. We could save it for that. Yes, that would be awesome. Well, Jack and has to we host think the different questions, though. Um, on the IG Live. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but Jack, Jack, didn't you host, like, end of the year? Just, like, that one year. end of the oh, year awards? Year. Yeah. Like, group me awards. <laughs> and then at the end, who did you – Who did you? what was the, what was yeah. the closing award? Was, well, and then you gave it to everybody. Was... It was pretty uh, funny. Was it no? It was like a big debate about the winners, winners right? I don't know. Maybe it was just maybe it was just most shots. I forget what it was. I don't know. But uh, um, um, so I guess remarks. I guess. I mean, I don't have anything else. Do you guys have anything else? No. Any questions for me? Yeah, I mean, I think no. Yeah, I, I, I think. Uh, I guess to. Uh, no, if I, if I honestly, if I had to look at the league, I couldn't. I this is, I think this is the ideal situation. At if you're looking at a, uh, if you're looking at an end of the league or end of the regular season uh, matchups where there's basically only one that really has like not no relevance to the playoff picture, um, and everybody's game really means something, and you have, you know, basically eight people in the league who who are either have a chance or are going to be in the playoffs. 
I think that's that's a really healthy position. Um, there's a lot of parity this year, and uh, and I think it was a really successful season, especially with the uncertain times that we went into the season with. So I'm I'm very happy, and I feel very fortunate that we had a full regular season. That's that's a great point. I think we have a lot a lot to be thankful for in the league. I think it it speaks volumes to the competitiveness that we've seen this year. And as our good friend on on red red zone likes to say, I think we're entering the witching hour of this year's iteration of the Kelly's Corner conglomerate. I would like to say I'm thankful for you two for kind of taking charge. Thank you, Kamish. Um, I know you guys, especially, I mean, both you guys have been super busy. Bunch of going on work, life changes, stuff like that. That's why I want to appreciate you guys. And I would like to say, I think that we, I mean, obviously we lost a certain member of this league last year. Gained Chris Goderup. I mean, I think we have a perfect cast for a very successful fantasy league for the rest of our lives. So, and I think we even have people that are waiting, knocking on the door, like begging to get in. So, I think that just goes to show that how successful we are and how, I mean, beautifully I that's, that's well said. And just, fun. I think that's a perfect way to to close out the podcast tonight. Look forward to some enticing matchups this weekend. Have a great night, gentlemen. All right. Good night.